everyone! Welcome to the Ron Perti Show Live. I am your host, George Stephanopoulos. Um, today we're going to be talking about all sorts of cool stuff uh, from George Romero, which isn't actually gone, kind of. Uh, we're going to talk about Doctor Who. Who? We're going to talk about Conan and his big switch. Uh, we're going to talk about how you should not try to win Homecoming Queen. And we're going to talk about what happens when you're not Willie Nelson and the IRS comes a call. And plus, we're going to be doing a retro review talking about an old film that gets sent to me. That's right. If you have something that you want me to talk about on this little program here, feel free to send it my way and I will watch it and review it. Or if I've seen the movie a thousand times in this case, I can pretty much review it from memory. Yeah, so there's that. And I know people are probably shocked that I'm not behind the wheel or I'm not uh, laying on the couch over there that I'm sitting in a big chair because this is a big show. We're going to be uh, um, letting everyone know that if you're not watching this live on Twitch right now, you uh, can catch it later on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Ron for or you can listen to it because this is a, a, a visual and audible medium this show um you can also uh listen to it on itunes or stitcher or now spotify you can listen to the ron for show on spotify uh on spotify you're looking at this being episode 176 on here good old number one so just for next time if you're listening and you're not watching and you have a free moment during your Monday afternoon, and you want to brighten things up, or bring them down because you're feeling a little too good, head over to ronperty.live, and you can watch me drink Diet Pepsi, not a sponsor, and talk about all the day's bull-ish. How does the kid say bull-ish? I don't know. Anywho, um, so yeah, we're going to get into that right now. We're going to start off with the big topic, the big story of the day right now. And that is Doctor Who that premiered yesterday. It was a, a global simulcast. Um, now, normally it'd be a big deal because it's Doctor Who. But uh, in this instance, this Doctor Who is a female. And a lot of people lost their minds over this. And they said, Doctor Who can't be a, can't be a woman because misogyny. Well, I mean... There are flaws in your logic that I would like to point out, like perhaps you being a complete and total idiot. Um, but Jodie Whittaker is an amazing doctor. She did a fantastic job. She did not play around. Uh, it was it was fun. It was smart. It was heartbreaking. It was everything I want from Doctor Who. So, Chris Chibnall, thank you very much. You've made Doctor Who appointment television for me again. Uh, or at least DBR television for me. Uh, the big news is, is this is the um, since it's the first female doctor, she's going to be under a lot of scrutiny when it comes to performance on the show. Uh, I don't think they're going to have to worry about it though, because it brought in nine million viewers. Uh, I don't know if that was the replay at at eight o'clock uh, Eastern, or if that was the global simulcast at one forty-five. Oh, twelve forty-five my time, one forty-five in the East. I don't know things. I don't know things. Um, you know, things like that. So, congratulations to Jodie Whittaker and the whole crew over at Doctor Who. A lot of people I don't recognize in the cast coming up. Um, 
like guest star wise, there's Alan Cumming and Chris Noth. So Nightcrawler and the guy from Law and Order and Sex in a City. I mean, I hope you're in a city when you're doing it, unless you're one of those weird woods people and you're having sex in the woods. And if that's the case, then more power to you and your Duck Dynasty lifestyle. Um, so yeah, that's the big news there. Doctor Who uh, Doctor performed. So that was awesome. Um, speaking of doctors, this is a little segue. It's my show, so I'm allowed to segue. I uh, cut my toe the other day, and it's the it's the t- it's the toe, the second toe, the toe right next to the big toe. And it was no big deal. It hurt a little bit, but it wasn't a big deal. I woke up the next day and it was all red. And I'm like, well, this this ain't gonna this ain't gonna do. So I went to our local emergency room, and they instead of having me wait in the waiting room for a little bit longer. And a nice comfy chair with Sports Center on. Not that I really follow much of the sports ball. Yay, home down. Yay, touch round. You know, not that I, I watch too much in sports. They put me in a hallway bed. In a hallway bed. So basically, what that means for the uninitiated is I'm laying in the hallway. In the back part of the ER, and that's who they're how they're seeing me. They're not you know, even trying to get me a room. Um, so you've got physicians' assistants coming up and just like yelling my business at the top of their lungs, and they love pushing things on you. Well, we think this is wrong when it's completely opposite of what you're going through, and they they want you to stay because they want they realize oh. This guy is in entertainment, and he has no insurance because it's expensive because of dum-dum. And let's just rack up his bill and send him to the poorhouse for uh, an infected toe. Cheers to that. I told him they can go uh, stick it up their physician's assistant, and I, I went home. It was just weird to sit there and to see how these people react and how they really talk. About you when you're in your room and they think no one's listening. Because I was. I heard what they said. There was a woman in there. Don't know her name so it's not really slanders or libel. Who apparently came in complaining of dizziness, lightheadedness, fatigue. Come to find out she had been like double fisting cleanser pills and the stuff that burns fat and basically turns it into poo and uh yeah so that's why she was weak and she didn't realize what was going on so that woman was uh, a, a, a going candidate for darwin of uh, award winner of the year right there yeah so but we'll see well maybe we'll i don't know i got nothing at this point hallway bed folks hallway bed i just can't do it i just can't uh moving on to the next story let's talk about conan o'brien conan o'brien last thursday had his last hour-long show uh he's going to be off the air until january when he comes back with just a half an hour um what most of you may know is that he's um going to be focusing on just big interviews because he feels the little tiny interviews people are just showing you who they 
want you to see and not who they really are, which is very cool because I like a long-form interview where you get to the meat of the matter. Um, not necessarily making people cry like Marin, but, you know. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and plus his remotes are hilarious, like when he went to the uh, uh, Korean spa with Steven Yen and Ice Cube and, and Kevin Hart doing the, the, the lift thing. That was brilliant. So it's um, it's going to be fun. Now the problem with this is, because it's a half-hour segment, he's not going to have his band anymore, the basic cable band that he's had since, you know, for 25 years. So we had to say goodbye to La Bamba and Jimmy Vivino and all those people. And that's kind of bittersweet, especially if you're a fan of, of Conan. But... Don't think you'll be without Conan uh, until January because starting in November, he's going to have a podcast called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Um, I think that's once a week, and he's going to be interviewing people and so forth. Uh, plus, he's going to be doing an 18-city tour, which was amazingly successful last time he did it. And he is coming to Milwaukee, but I'm not going because I saw how much tickets were. But I mean, it is Conan O'Brien. It's called Conan O'Brien's Stand-Up Comedy and Investment Tips Tour. Not sure if I want investment tips from Ron Funches. No offense, no offense to Ron Funches, but you know. Um, so then there's that, and then plus he's going to be launching Conan Twenty Five, which is it's a website Conan25.com, where you can uh, watch every single one of his episodes that he's ever um, done, and you can air and watch it uh, in HD. It's all been remastered, so that's kind of cool. I know just recently they posted the original episode that he did for Late Night when he first took over for Letterman. So that on YouTube, so that's kind of cool. So, um, uh, kudos to Conan. Uh, kind of sad to see the uh, uh, the basic cable band leaving, but I mean, you do what you have to do. If you're not loving something, don't keep doing it because it's going to show that you don't care anymore. You know. So, um, coming up here, I got let everybody know here that we're gonna ha we have images here when you're watching the live stream. It is video. So that's why you're watching, not listening. Well, you should be listening, too, because I'm talking. Um, but uh, there are images that pop up. So it does. it is kind of inducive to watch this, as well as maybe, like, listen while you're driving. Bark, bark, bark. You know, um, things like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the hell I'm going with that. But we, it is kind of a, a, a cool thing. Plus, there's a chat room. You can chat. And at the end of the news, we bring the chat room up on the screen so people can talk and you can uh, interact with me. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, also, don't, we'll do a little housework here. Uh, don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash Ron for tea to, uh, if you want to become a patron of the show. Every little bit helps from $1 to $10. We have them pretty cheap uh, on the monthly rolling scale. Um, also, if you just want to make a one-time donation, head over to paypal.me slash ronforty, and you can support the show that way. Or you, you can just tell your friends about the program. Tell them to come in here and follow on Twitch um, and on iTunes and on, on YouTube. You know, there's all sorts of ways to support. Those are just a few of them. A simple follow, and you will make my day. Also, you can follow me on social media at Twitter and Instagram, realronforty. Because, yes, there is a fake one out there. Because no one with that name is as real as I am. Just just saying. I mean, I could be wrong. What do I know? Um, 
but yeah, so that's uh, let's see who's in the chat. Oh, Lucy, hi, and Sh Shark is here, and some folks I don't know. So thanks for stopping by, uh, uh, peoples. You uh, are warming the cockles of my old man heart. You really are, and that's that's just how that works. I suppose I, I got nothing really. I don't. But uh, our next story we're going to talk about here is this Jaybrone. Yes, if you're not watching the live stream, I'm talking about Mike, the situation from the Jersey Shore. He's going to prison, folks. He's going to prison. And the world couldn't be happier. Uh, he was sentenced to eight months after pleading guilty to tax evasion. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just, I don't get, how is this a thing? How is this, how is this a thing? Um, let, let's go, let's go, let's go to Vice here, because Vice is pretty on top of things. They said the situation's legal troubles have, of course, been an ongoing saga, a consistent plot point throughout the reality show's newest reboot. It's a relatively simple tale. U.S. prosecutors formally accused Mike and his brother Mark of hiding millions of dollars the Jersey Shore star made between 2010 and 2012. Then, this past January, the two pleaded guilty to one count apiece, Mike for tax evasion and Mark for aiding the pre preparation of a fraudulent tax return. Mark made out worse. He got two years and will have to pay $75,000 in fines. M Mike, on the other hand, will have to fork up 10000 and complete 500 hours of community service in addition to his prison time. Now, that's also from CNN. Um, I don't know why we care what these people think. I don't get it. I mean, look at this guy's picture. He screams a, a, a liquid that cleans a vagina. He's got no other purpose. He's got no other purpose whatsoever. He is a detriment to society. And this just proves uh, that he's not as famous as he thinks he is. Because if I remember correctly, old Willie Nelson, redheaded stranger... The soul of country music didn't do a single day in jail. And he was, <laughs> he owed the IRS way more. But that just proves that if you're not Willie, you ain't shit. So, I mean, unless you're the cool people who are in here, then you're awesome. I love you all. Um, if you haven't yet, hit follow. Uh, so you know when I, I, I come on live, Monday at 2 o'clock Eastern is when I record the podcast. I'm on for at least an hour, whether or not that's what makes it to YouTube and iTunes. Depends. Um, just to let everybody know, if you're listening and watching, kind of to get you over here to the live stream, after the end credits, I keep the show going a little bit, and we talk a little bit. We, we, we riff, we talk about all sorts of things. So that's something to kind of interact with that you won't get if you're just listening on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or watching it on YouTube. So that's that's something. Okay, let's go to the next story here. And this one's a doozy. Uh, I'm sure if you've lived in the United States or abroad, uh, you know exactly what that is. That is mother's milk. That is lifeblood. That is, uh, <laughs> those are, uh, those are pot cupcakes. Those are pot cupcakes. And, and, and what's funny about those is, uh, a cheerleader was busted for allegedly using pot brownies to win homecoming votes. 
a 17-year-old cheerleader at Hartford High School in Michigan, it's always Michigan, allegedly wanted to be homecoming queen so badly this year that she hatched a scheme to guarantee she'd win big by passing out weed brownies in exchange for her classmates' vote. Uh, apparently she whipped up a batch of pop brownies for a few of the school's athletes and handed them out to extra, handed out extras to other students in hopes of drumming up some goodwill for her homecoming queen bid um, since the good queen keeps her subjects suitably stoned or whatever. But apparently some law-abiding uh, anonymous um, jerk face alerted the higher-ups and uh, the cops stepped in. I think what the big problem here is you know it. You know what I'm going to say here. The big problem is, is she didn't offer them any kind of snacks for afterwards. For after after them getting sufficiently smoked out. You can't give someone a weed brownie or a weed cupcake and say, hey, eat this. Get high. But you got to pay for your own Cheetos. That's not how it works. That's just not how it works at all. So maybe she'll learn in the future... When she becomes the first female Walter White with weed, I mean you can't you can't OD on weed. You know they say weed's a gateway drug. Yeah, it's a gateway to obesity. That's all. You know, but I, I the more and more I think about it, the less I, I I think that this country has done any kind of progressing whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, we still got narcs running around with the big mouths. And uh, we still got a bunch of people who are uptight about a little bit of pot, a little bit of, a little bit of nudity. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of messed up. That's just how I feel about it. But what do I know? My state has elected Scott Walker twice. No, three times because he won a recall election. I feel so bad for my people. Anywho, I'm not here to get political. I just think it's kind of BS that she was doing what every other politician does, but got caught. And now the cops are involved. And it's a whole deal. So that's kind of... It's a horrible, horrible thing. That poor girl's life is going to be ruined because she just wanted to be queen. Well, I mean, that's that's how you get your life gets ruined because you want royalty, I suppose. So, but all right, enough about pot cookies and whatever. Let's let's move on to something big here. Uh, final story: George Romero may be dead, but his legacy lives on. Apparently, according to his wife, there are forty to fifty scripts that he finished that are just laying around, and she is seeing it um, her personal mission. Her personal mission to get those made somehow. He's got a film that's in production right now called... Um, let me bring it up here so I don't so I don't sound like a fool. Okay, more of a fool. Uh, How's everybody? Are you all having a good time? Good. All right. So, um, according to Susan DeRocher Romero... George has many scripts. We even have many scripts that he's written. And so you just never know what's going to pop up. She uh, she also told comicbook.com that Road of the Dead is in the works. 
It sputtered a little bit, but we'll see what happens. But we have a lot. She also continued that George was a prolific writer. He loved to write. And we have 40 to 50 scripts that he's written. And a lot of it is very good. He had a lot to say. And he still does because I'm going to make sure that he does. It's my mission. Uh, now, there's a completed film, apparently, that no one has seen. Uh, and she says that we have a film that he shot in 1973 that most people haven't seen. A handful of people have seen this film. We're going to restore it, and we're going to show it to Romero Cinephiles. It's a scary movie, but it's not a horror movie. And it's it's about ageism, uh, and she, he has a cameo in it. It'll be fun, and we'll show the movie or get it distributed. It'll be a, it'll be a project uh, that the foundation's going to do. I think it's the first project we're going to do, actually. And uh, she added a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see it. And I go, it's not a zombie movie now, remember. And what's also terrific is that you see his footprint. You see how he shoots in the story. It's a unique find. I'm so happy to have it. So, um, And also, he has a book that's being completed um, that he was working on um, in his passing called The Living Dead. Go figure. George Romero writing about zombies. Unless it's about something else. You know, uh, I can't wait for all of his stuff. Uh, Suzanne, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this out there right now. I'm a filmmaker. I would gladly work super, super cheap to help get one of his films made. No BS. So that would be a complete... I have a picture of him on my wall eating a heart. It's not a picture. It's a painting. But I have some class, people. But uh, the man's one of my heroes, and if I have a chance to even get a chance to read one of these, I would be uh, honored. But I would love to get my hands on one of his scripts and direct it and do him justice and, and show the world how much um, how much he meant to me. When It's funny, I was doing my last stand-up gig uh, the day he died, and I was about to go on, and it was an outdoor thing. And there were a bunch of the little tents up, you know. And um, I got a text or a message on Facebook from a friend saying, Romero died, blah, blah, blah. And my immediate response was to punch one of the, the poles. And I thought, what's worse is going to happen? The tent's going to come tumbling down. I'll just bolt. I'll go on stage. What are they going to do to me on stage? No, no, it was pretty. It was one of the ones that was cemented in the ground. And I went, bam. And whew, that, that hurt quite a bit. Hurt quite a bit. And what's messed up is right around uh, maybe a month or two after we lost George, we lost uh, uh, Toby Hooper. And that one hit hard too because Ch Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the first horror film I ever saw. At seven years old, folks, I saw Bubba put Pam on the hook at seven. If anything requires a drink, it's that. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to all that stuff coming out. I want to see that un, um, unreleased movie. I'm a, I'm such a fan of his. I, I have most of his, like the entire collection of his films. Uh, there's only a few, few, few directors I have all of their movies. Uh, P.T. Anderson, I just need one. Um, I have all of Romero's except for Creepshow, which is on its way. Uh... And then a couple other ones I don't have, like Knight Riders and, and uh, stuff like that I don't have. But I have, like, I even have the box set b between um, Night and Dawn, where it's the three movies that he made. Um, Martin, of course, is being held up in licensing issues, but uh, it's Season of the Witch, There's Always Vanilla, 
and the crazies i love the crazies that is a great movie if you haven't seen it don't watch the, the re remake watch the, uh, the the new one or the old one the old one the old one and that's a fantastic picture and uh, i'm rambling about george romero now whatever will i do um but uh i want to oh we got more people in the chat so that's i want to appreciate uh, all of you guys there hey, say hi it, it doesn't uh, doesn't cost anything um, if you like what's going on, throw a follow. You know, um, I could use, I could use the support. Um, also, let's get into the, the review for the week. Yes, that's right, Evil Dead 2. Um, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine about how Evil Dead has become this ridiculously, um, oversaturated film. Now, when it comes to the first Evil Dead, I remember... I'm old, and this is how old I am. I remember the only way you could watch the original Evil Dead is if you had a copy of a copy of a copy. Because it wasn't in wide release. And you'd watch it, and you'd think it's like this snuff film, and it's just so messed up. But it's awesome. Uh, and now there are 14,000 different copies of the first Evil Dead. There are 7,000 copies of Evil Dead 2. Now, that's not saying that they're not good films. Okay. But you can only watch them so much. You know? Uh, now, this is, I think, a superior film to the first one. Uh, you don't have a lot of the ancillary characters running around. Um, like uh, Ash's sister and, and people like that. You just have him and his lady. And they're at the cabin. And there's the book resuscitate, you know, being read on tape. And then the Evil Dead comes out. But in this one, this is where... Stuff gets fun. Because in the first one, you know, it gets a little weird near the end. But what they did is they cut off the end, like they kept the ending uh, of the first one. And then they kind of, but they kind of, well, see, this is where it's weird. Because they kept the ending of the first one. But they, and they put it at the beginning of the second one. But then they put something in the beginning of part two to kind of restart everything. But then once that the ending to part one happens, everything is fresh and is awesome. And this is the film where Ash cuts his hand off, gets the chainsaw for a hand, has a sawed-off shotgun, becomes the one-liner action hero. We hear the groovy. Definitely a film that you need to check out. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's a gore fest. And um, it's also very, very creepy. But it's definitely something that you need to get your hands on, and it would not be hard to get your hands on. Evil Dead 2 was sent to me by a, a loyal fan of the program. If you have something that you want to send to me and you want me to uh, review it on the show or talk about it on the show, um, message me on Instagram or on Twitter, at RealRonPerT, and we can set something up. Um, so that's, that's that. That's Evil Dead 2 in a nutshell. Bruce Campbell's greatest role? Question mark? I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're going to bring up the chat room here right next to me, right here, boop, 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 on the screen. Uh, so if you have something you want to say, say it now, because I'm going to be wrapping up the show here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, uh, ahead of time here. Uh, don't forget, if you want to follow me on social media, at, Ron, at RealRonPerty on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, I'm kind of dwindling down. I mean, I have the, the RonPerty Show Facebook page. But I'm kind of leaning on Facebook, like, eh, whatever. It's getting kind of weird for me. 
too many hoaxes, too much crap. But, uh, yeah, so those are my social medias. If you want to give me a follow, if you want to interact with the show, that's the way to do it. Also, if you like the show and you want to support us, uh, I want to get, you see the set that I'm at here? I couldn't get a desk. So I'm basically floating. Um, and uh, I want to get the desk because they said it'd be delivered and it wasn't delivered. And then there was an issue with the credit card. It, it's, a, it's a whole thing. But I'd like to turn this into that. I'd like to get a set going. I would like to get things upgraded. I'd like to get people to work behind the scenes, but I can't do that until I get help or until uh, a sugar mama shows up and wants to help me out. Till that time, head over to patreon.com forward slash Ron for tea if you want to support the show on a monthly rolling donation basis from $1 to $10. There's all sorts of cool perks. Um, I mean, it's at one point, I think, if I remember correctly, one of the perks is I will shill for you if you have something to promote. If you have something to promote, I will promote it on the show. Fun times, if you ask me. Uh, don't forget to follow on in, on Twitch because I'm getting closer and closer to affiliate people. And when I when I become affiliate, I don't know what's gonna happen. I just want to be cool like everybody else. I, I just wanna, you know. So hash hashtag follow Ron. Uh, also, there's iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify, and YouTube.com forward slash Ron uh, You can watch the replays or listen to the replays over there uh, on those platforms. Um, that's uh, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And don't forget, after the, after the end credits, we'll come back and we'll talk for a little bit. And uh, we'll, we'll just see what's going on. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You've all been great for sticking around and listening to me run my mouth. Um, yeah, so thank you so much, and we will see you next week. When we get together thank next you, time, Jay. we'll have this galaxy of stars. Maury Amsterdam, Brett Summers, Charles Nelson Riley, Loretta Swift, Richard Dawson, and Ruta Lee. Gene Rayburn saying so long for Match Game 73. Today's concert. This is Johnny Olson speaking for Match Game 73, a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. Stay tuned for Secret Storm next over most of these CBS stations.